birth to hurt. <laughs> We're going to have to change this name, but yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for listening to the Geek Studios podcast. Uh, I am the lovely Miguel Guerrero. I'm here with Ernest. Uh, Ernest, Bert the Hurt Roberts, and <laughs> Caesar is somewhere lost in in, in space in the internet. In the space, void. You know? <laughs> He's trying Caesar to find his way through the void. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, let's let's start talking about um, because of COVID, everybody's been kind of in quarantine and inside locked up. So we can always uh, let people know what 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 have you been watching, what have you been doing, since we can't really go outside. So for you, Ernest, what have you been doing? So for me, I've been really heavy into anime and the manga. So I've been up to catching up to date with One Piece, which is it's going places. It just hit its thousandth episode, and as of today. It's 1,001 episode came out. Um, I've also been on Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of other great animes out there and mangas that are coming up. So that's what I've been at. Also, I started back playing Rocket League. It's been an amazing time. I think Caesar's finally found his way through the void. <laughs> Caesar, can you hear us? Yes, I can. <laughs> you're, you're, like finally, we were, we were, we were kind of thinking that you were stuck something like the multiverse <laughs> or somewhere. No, I was, thinking, I was trying to figure this out, but I figured it out already. <laughs> oh no, well, you're not, you're not, you're not alone there. Like, um, I was having the same issues. Oh yeah, and oh. speaking of the multiverse, I've even caught up on the new DC's multi. Did you know they have a new expanded multiverse where they destroyed the source wall and it's all starting over yet again, yet another reboot. So you're telling me DC is rebooting one more time after the how many times it's rebooted in the comics? Just like Marvel, like they they're all just rebooting over and 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 over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I know, um, I, I don't know if you guys have been catching up with uh, Attack on Titan. Hell's yeah! I just <laughs> I've been an anime like that's been my pandemic love. It's all anime, everything anime and manga. Like I've been reading all the mangas, catching up on the anime. It's just hell's yeah. <laughs> it's getting good. It's getting really, really good. Like I'm, I'm not gonna like. I'm really excited for where it's going. It took me forever to catch up because I was really behind. I was like, what, like two, two seasons behind or something like that. I think last time we talked. So, uh, I really started trying to catch up as much as I could. Um, I know on, I one one show that I guess that you could say was one of my guilty pleasures watching, uh, is on Netflix. It's called uh, Sweet Home. So Sweet Home originally was a webtoon. So they they transferred it from a webtoon to a whole Netflix adaptation. So that's pretty dope. It's pretty pretty dope to see. And uh, 
like I like watching it. Like I watch it with Chiquis, and it, it's the CGI is not the best. I'll I'll throw that out there. It's it's like that uh like that that horrible CGI almost stop motion kind of a thing. But it, yeah, it's, it's, good. It's, it's a good it's a good show. So what you're saying? It's a good story, not good animation. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so what's it called? Let's move on to. Oh, what about you, Caesar? What What have you been doing since quarantine, besides going insane? It sounds like he was lost to the void again. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can always move on. We'll we'll catch back with Caesar whenever he's available. Um, so let's talk about Star Wars. So now that we had the Mandalorian, uh, what's called we're going on more and more into uh different I guess chapters of Star Wars. Uh, so after the Mandalorian. How do you see the future of Star Wars? I actually, I'm starting to get more and more excited excited about Star Wars as they move away from the main characters, like the Jedi Order and everything. Like, while I like the Jedi Order and the Empire and all of these, there's so many, they've created such this vast universe. These stories like the Mandalorian are now giving us a different perspective on what's happening in this universe at the same time but in a different perspective. And I think The Mandalorian is the best, is one of the greatest shows that can that shows this. It's, we're doing the same timeline, it's just from a different perspective. This is a different group going through different things and still listening and hearing about the main events that happens in the main storylines. No, like, I, I agree 100%. Like, um, I honestly, I think going, out, going to Disney Plus and Staying away from theaters kind of helped them immensely. Like I believe, The Mandalorian was amazing. It pretty much gave us the best, one of the best things ever to happen in 2021, uh, which was um, a a very popular character coming back, but not only coming back, but coming back greatly, like the character we wanted to see. And now we have. Uh, other animated series and other animated movies coming into Disney Plus, such as Star Wars Bad Batch. Uh, we have Boba Fett coming. Uh, we we are hoping for a Mandalorian season three. They have to create a season three because of the success of it. It's gonna be a little bit weird now after the events that happened. I guess in season two, um, Ahsoka's coming back, or Ahsoka's having their own series. Um, Rangers of the New Republic. So, like as you were saying, they have so much potential, so much, so much different varieties that they could choose from. So it's it's nice to see that they're kind of staying away, or not necessarily staying away, but they are branching out out of just, for example, like Luke, Leia, Han Solo. They they were amazing characters, but there's yes. so much more that they could do with Star Wars. There's so many more stories that can be told that should be told. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm really, really, really excited for that. Like, uh, once again, Star Wars. If you're listening, I passed uh, my uh, Jedi training, so 
I could officially be a Jedi if you guys are listening. Um, although at this point, I, I think I'd rather be a Mandalorian just because they look cool. And the armor is awesome. <laughs> I mean, you could be a Mandalorian Jedi. They, there is not, there have been Mandalorian Jedi. And it's not, you would not be the first. I'm okay with, uh, I would be okay with just be, having a little cameo and, and possibly dying right away. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move on to uh, the future of DC after Wonder Woman. Um, first of all, did you watch Wonder Woman uh, 1984 or, or Wonder Woman 84? Wonder Woman 1984. And yes, um, I had the pleasure of seeing it. It just it didn't tickle my fancy. It wasn't good. The the best thing that came out of that movie for me was the design for Cheetah. I like the way that they designed Cheetah. Um, that's about it. The story itself wasn't the greatest. It wasn't executed the best. Um, and I have to admit, I've been hearing so much, and I've been talking about this for a long time since I first seen the movie. Um, a family member of mine even brought it up. So why is it that when we have women superheroes, they can only talk their nemesis down? They Their fights have to be talked down when we have male superheroes and we get to throw hands with everybody and fight our way through to solve our problem. But women have to talk to solve their problems. Really? Like it, <laughs> it, it just really, they just put that in front of everybody. Like, Oh, this should be okay. What happened yeah. to equality? <laughs> everybody um, can get punched in the face. I, I think in, in the first, uh, in the first one, it will mean like, you know, she did throw down, she, um, she threw down with, uh, what was it? I forgot the God's name. She threw down with Aries. Aries, there you go. Um, this movie, I feel like it was good. It was a good movie. It was not a good follow up to the first uh, the first movie, and I I guess people are a little bit more critical because when you talk about the DC universe, DCU, you know, like the cinematic universe, um, the first movie for uh, DCU that pops up into everybody's heads, which was, I guess, the bar, like one, the first Wonder Woman set the bar up so high. Uh, it set the bar up higher than Batman, Batman vs. Superman, you know, like all those all those movies that came out, uh, even above all the, all, all the super, Superman movies. So the bar was high up there. And now that you get a sequel, people were I guess hoping for it to raise the bar a little bit more, but it just fell a little short. You know, uh, again, what? I would have to say, people, I wouldn't, I would say they didn't expect it to be raised, but they expected it to at least be on the same level. Right. Period. Yeah. And for it to fall far below that level is what hurts. And yeah. like it was, Wonder Woman was the best DC produced or DC movie in the DCU universe. And then. Come out with hard garbage afterwards. Yep, and, and, and you're right. You know, so I think that's kind of why it's hitting critics and it's hitting fans a little bit more. Um, what what does it look like for them in the future? 
uh, we hope that they kind of learn a little bit from what's going on and they take a little bit more, uh, I would say a little bit more attention to what kind of fans or what the what the people would like to see. And um, and, and I know it, it, it would be extremely hard for you to release something so good and then be like, all right, now I gotta make it as good. It's so hard, very few, um, very few movies or even what's it called company as a whole have been able to do it. Um, we saw Iron Man fall short. Um, Captain America was one of the only exceptions. Um, yeah, all the, I loved all the Iron Man movies. I know it's a thing. Everybody says it fell off, but not for me. Although I will say this. Not trying to jump off, but if you talk about Iron Man, you kind of have to talk a little bit about WandaVision, just because there's yes. you know there's yes. Easter eggs that come from Iron Man itself from the movies. You know you have a few Tony Stark or his father's uh, his father's company. Uh, what's it called? There's a few Easter eggs in there. There's a few other Easter eggs such as Sword. Um, and there's like it. So first of all, what did you think of WandaVision? Uh, personally, it's going to be a rough start. Um, so it, it's first a rough all, start. Did, I know it's sad. Did you like, like I Love Lucy? <laughs> that's the whole point. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of I Love Lucy and <laughs> This is literally a replication in the MCU universe of I Love Lucy, and it just—it's not doing it for me. Um, I don't care for it. I don't. I'm only gonna watch it because it is in the MCU, and I have to stay current. I have to stay up to date. I have to see what's going on with it. But it just—it's not—it's just not tickling my fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's that's one thing that, for example, the MCU is trying to do is they're trying to connect everything together um even daredevil you know charlie cox was um he was in the latest spider-man movie like we know that he filmed a few scenes there as daredevil so they are looking to start to connect i guess even with um with their tv series or with their tv shows so that is one interesting thing that they're doing so as you said, like you kind of have to watch it because things that happen there eventually will show up in, you know, one of the actual films. Uh, we already know that Wanda, Wanda, or Scarlet Witch herself, is attached to the Doctor Strange movie. The um, so we we know that there could be a connection there. Uh oh, I believe Caesar was lost to the void. Caesar, Caesar is currently fighting the internet gods. <laughs> so he's bouncing through the void as if Wonder Woman did. Yep. <laughs> so what are the new shows or what are the what are their new movies are you excited for? Ah, uh, new movies, new movies. Um, like is there something that just comes into your mind like I love this. I want to see this. I can't wait to see this. 
Actually, no. Um, I, for one, am a fan of not theater theatrical releases, um, theatrical releases. I am I am perfectly fine in this pandemic world of everything being released to streaming services. I have no problem with that. Um, and, and and that's the thing, you know, like um, so I know DC was one of the first ones that they decided, they decided, you know, we're going to release on HBO Go and theaters at the same time. So I believe they're they're going to they are starting to do something with this because. We, we might start seeing that in the future. For example, Disney might be like, you know what? We're going to do the same thing. You know, that way we get revenue in Disney Plus and as well as, you know, in theaters, in the box office. So that could be a normal thing after the pandemic. I mean, is there any end to this pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Not, um... not for a while. <laughs> I, I honestly, the only thing which I don't think is even coming out this year that I, I am really interested in seeing is the new um, My Hero Academia movie that is planned to come out. I'm not going to lie. For me, uh, one movie that I'm really excited to, to see is King Kong vs. Godzilla. Uh, oh, I'm you know what? I did Godzilla forget about that. Godzilla fan. I forgot about uh, so, that. I've been waiting for, and I swear, if King Kong wins one more time, dude, I'm going to write a very strongly awarded letter and tell them why Godzilla should win. Like, I don't actually (laughs) care. Like, I remember the old movie. uh, But then again, so the old movie, if you haven't seen it, King Kong literally shoved the tree down Godzilla's mouth. Um, that that's pretty much how he won. Uh, I was so hurt by that. Um, I remember watching it as a little kid. You know, like the movie had come out before, so uh, what's it called? I was still so saddened because I'm 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 a Godzilla fan. I'm not a King Kong fan. I'm a Godzilla fan. And since Godzilla's from Japan, and this is a Japanese thing, and you know. King Kong is an American thing, and it was an American company that did the movie. You know, like I was like, ah, oh, you know, I felt like that. I felt like that's <laughs> why they got the win. Because uh, there is no way that you're telling me that Godzilla beats Gojira, it beats Mecha Godzilla, but it can't beat King Kong, bro. Like, come on. Well, I mean, I have to admit, while King Kong might not have all of these super super blast and all of those and heat and exhort radiation he is still extremely strong and he is a he's a silverback gorilla well not I wouldn't say a silverback gorilla he is an ape but he's still very strong and he fights T-Rexes and giant lizards for a living so why wouldn't he be able to beat a giant lizard because this lizard throws fire, bro. Like <laughs> it has a hot breath. It has these like scales. It's like okay. Like oh man. I, I... And so, what do you do when I as, as simple as they did in the first movie? What do you do when I stop you from breathing fire? You're nothing but a lizard. You blow up and kill him too. 
<laughs> so I, nobody wins. I would, wins. I, nobody I would be wins. like, I can't win. You can't win either. Boom, we're both dead. <laughs> That's as simple as I would do it. You know, like I'd be like, all right, it's either I win or I win. One no, because you still would. There is no winning and killing us Bro, both. I would be like, I killed you by blowing you up, by blowing myself up. That that that, that that's uh, that goes back to Pokemon. Well, what is it, Magnemite or like Voltorb? The 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 little Pokemon yeah. looking one, the one that actually self destruct. That was the thing. Like that was his attack. See, you yeah, self hated that trying to catch him person. in a game, and he will always self destruct. <laughs> <laughs> it it is it's a kamikaze move. You know, you're just like you know what I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna take you with me. That's that's how I would. For those of us who love life, that is not winning. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, I I'll be reborn. I hate losing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate losing, but I don't know if I hate losing that much. Oh, uh, so that's definitely one movie that I'm really excited for. Um, I've been watching Cobra Kai. Um, I, I have not. I, I really like Cobra Kai. It's really good, you know. It's really, really good. Um, I believe the show, and it, it's bringing characters from the movies. So we started seeing characters from um, the Karate Kid 2. We started seeing, you know, like more and more characters are resurfacing. So it's kind of tying everything together and telling, telling the story, even of those side characters or, you know, from the from the different films. So, like, I'm, I really... I like it. I fuck with it. So I have to say that is one of the greatest things about movies today and creating universes is when you continue, you can bring back those characters that everybody loved. Like I feel like back in the day, they were so quick to change characters if something happened. Like we want to continue this series, let's change a character. Um, but when when movies keep the same characters and they keep referring back to themselves, it's one of the great things. Like Harry Potter, why is it so big? Because it created this massive universe, yeah, but it yeah. kept the same characters. You kept seeing, it kept the storyline, where it kept these same characters and the same actors. So you got used to these people. You knew them. Of course, there was changes here and there for various reasons, but people get the overall arching story. Everyone stayed the same, and you, you could love, you can grow and love this character. You didn't. It wasn't a one night stand where you enjoyed them <laughs> one night and then you never seen them again. You get to <laughs> love these characters. And you're right. I mean, and I think that's kind of a very big, powerful thing. It's nostalgia is a very big, powerful tool that, that you know, cinemas and uh, TV shows are starting to realize. You know, like um, even in the latest Power Ranger movie. We saw what's it called, Tommy and Kimberly doing even a short cameo, but that was that was huge for diehard fans like myself, you know, of the original. Exactly. (laughs) And then you know they are realizing that most of us millennials are finally starting. We're starting to hit thirties. We're start. We're getting in our thirties. We're getting into. Yeah, yeah, some of us have already been in our thirties for a little while, but <laughs> I wouldn't say a little while. I wouldn't say like a very, very large amount of time, you know. But we're getting there, and you know, it's like they're starting. We're starting to be the main target for everything, so they are kind of while they're remaking everything, they're not remaking the originals, 
they're well, they're adapting the originals with the original cast. I think <laughs> like our favorites, and then they're throwing callbacks to the originals. Yeah, and, and I agree with that one hundred percent. Like you're right there. Like like I said, nostalgia is always a huge, and very very important thing. I would say for. Uh, cinema as a whole. Um, let's go to one of our other topics. I think we already kind of talked up a little bit about this. Um, Fifteen minutes. Is, how many? Fifteen. Ah, cool, perfect. Yeah, so we cannot figure out a way to record the podcast fully, so we're using <laughs> like, currently we're using Zoom for the the visual so we can see each other and we're using uh something called uber conference to record even though i'm the host for some reason i can't see the running time so ernest is the the, the trekker of time that, that's what that's what you are today you're the trekker <laughs> of time <laughs> I, I, um, I can get jiggy with that <laughs> <laughs> it's better than birth to hurt dude Although it's always, a lot better. That would always be your nickname, Bertha Hurt. Um, so the future of movies releasing in theaters and streaming, do you see it continuing after this epidemic that seems like it will never end? Um, couldn't understand the question. You said for the future of the <laughs> movies? <laughs> Something else started playing in the background and it distracted the idea. It's called porn, bro, but okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're just like Tank, man. That's the reason why Tank's on the pocket. He's in his room. He took he took the vacuum cleaner. He took some toilet paper. He's like, I'm busy. I'm going to be cleaning my room. Okay, dude, whatever. Whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> the vacuum cleaner? <laughs> hey, I don't know how he gets down. Uh, but the future of movies, like, releasing in theaters and streaming simultaneously yes. as they are right now, do you yes. see that happening in the future even after this epidemic that seems like it will never end? Once it finally ends, do you still see that continuing? Um, yes, I feel like because of this pandemic, so much has changed, and definitely being able to view new movies in a comfort of your own home is a new big thing. It's everybody is creating these experiences in these environments where you're comfortable, you're loving it. Um, you have your home movie set up, <laughs> like you can <laughs> sit comfortably and watch whatever movie you want. So I would say take um, Wonder Woman 1984. It came out Christmas Day on the streaming services. Do you know, I was able to sit with my entire family and watch this movie for the same, for less than the price it would have if we would all went to the show for the movie theater. Like it's, everybody was able to sit, enjoy and relax and cuddle up with their significant others and really fall asleep with this movie because it was boring, but it was a great time. It was a great way, and it's a great experience to have been able to watch brand new movies and talk about them with family or friends. Yeah, and like I agree with that. Like I think that um, 
it is a definitely a positive thing, um, especially for those people that don't really like interacting too much with other human beings. You know, when you go to the theater, just because uh, you know there's certain there's perks to a theater. For example, bigger screen, better visuals. Uh, especially if you go watch something in, in like the Adobe Theater. Um, but at the same time, it's like you go there, you're like, all right, you gotta buy overpriced popcorn, you gotta buy over overpriced refreshment, candy, uh, different things like that. So you end up paying a fortune to see see movies that sometimes you just wanted to watch because you were bored or you're like, <laughs> it's the kind of movie that you're like, you know what, this movie came out. It's something to do. Let me go watch it, and then you spend like eighty dollars just watching a movie that you're like, you weren't even excited to go see. So, being in the comfort of your home, you know, getting popcorn yourself, popping it yourself, um, having your own snacks and everything, and being able to cuddle in the couch and watch a movie, I think that what's it called? Um, like it's just so convenient for us, and at the same time, I don't think that um, movies are losing that much revenue. I I I haven't checked from that side. Like maybe from the revenue side, it's like, oh, this is a horrible idea. But from our side, it's an amazing idea. I agree. I agree with that fullheartedly. <laughs> okay, so now let's do what video games have you been playing? Video games for me, I would say I have been really wrapped up in Rocket League and League of Legends. I want to get, and because of the pandemic, I've been getting more into streaming. And so I stream a lot of Rocket League, Fortnite, League. Um, I haven't started streaming League of Legends yet, but I, that is something I'm tra- interested in getting into. And then Call of Duty. Um, that's the main things. Um, I fall guys every now and again. I'll stream. But I'm really trying to bring up uh, my streamer confidence <laughs> and viewership. Like, it just, I have a good days and I have my bad days. So I just oh, kind of play whatever. I think even the top streamers have their bad days. You know, it, it, it just comes in play. But let the people know your streaming, uh, your streaming username. That way they could. Falling. That is true. Um, I am streaming on Twitch, and my username is Heinzkid. It is Heinzkid. You might want to spell that because <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured you would put it. Well, this is the audio, so it, they're not going to see. I'm like, yeah, put it. <laughs> point to it. Hey, it's right there. <laughs> like, you're right. Um, <laughs> Please follow me. I it. it is H I N D S K I D. Again, that is Heinz Kid on Twitch, YouTube. Um, please follow me. I'll probably create some other platforms <laughs> eventually, but right now, focus on Twitch. I, I, I really like that in the middle. Please follow me. <laughs> Uh, hey, you know, you got to uh, say it without saying it. Well, I'm sorry. Everybody <laughs> else apologetically says it. That's why I have to build up my streamer confidence because I am just beginning. And 
We're trying to do a Geek Studio stream where we all get all of us online and we'll be able to play games together and talk to you guys, the audience. Yep, and that will be coming soon. It will be TBD, but coming soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for myself, I've been playing uh, Rocket League. Um, not the best at it, but I try and have fun. Um, I do play Fall Guys. Um, what else am I, have I been playing? I think as video games go, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I kind of took a break from all major titles, and I'm just I just play them just for fun, you know. Like sometimes when I instead of instead of taking a lunch at work, I'll just play video games for an hour, and then I'll go back to work. So so that I mean, sounds so relaxing. <laughs> it is. It's relaxing, and. and I might, I might eat a sandwich or two while, while I'm doing it. But one thing that I have been starting to get into more and more now is puzzles, especially the brain teaser puzzles. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, other than that, uh, I, I do know that we did reach out to Terry from ToyCon. Uh, we just wanted to check in because he's always been a great supporter of ours. And he's, you know, he's really been there for us in the past. So ToyCon will be uh, starting back in February uh, for those people that are in the Chicago Chicago, Chicago area. I think it's, what is it in? Technically, it's no longer Chicago. It's in Bridgeport. Um, but they have been doing shows even during the pandemic. It's just they're very uh, limited amount of people could enter. And you have to wear a face mask, of course. Um, but if you are in the Chicago area, and you want to just stop by for for like a little bit, of course, please be cautious. Please be safe. You can always stop by at ToyCon. To follow them, you can follow them on Facebook. Look up ToyCon. ToyCon, what is the ToyCon convention? Um, what's it called? You can follow them. I, I believe they have a YouTube now. Um, we'll, we will, like, we have, we have a YouTube channel where we actually go to the conventions. So you can follow that. All their information is there. <laughs> Other than that, uh, you could listen. If you're a wrestling fan, you could always listen to Two Heels in the Face podcast. That's with our good friend, uh, Christian Romero. Um, he's a great guy. What's it called? Uh, great podcast as well. So if you're a wrestling fan, that's definitely where you want to go, uh, especially indie wrestling, which is actually really fun. Like I remember going to those indie shows, and they were amazing. Um, other than that, check out uh, Guerrilla Publishing. I just got one of their most recent comics. Uh, it's Tales from the Cryptic Closet, uh, issue two. Um, great story. I even have a shirt. You guys can't see it, but it looks cool and it glows in the dark. Uh, so always, <laughs> as always, check out the website. <laughs> check out the website. Um, give them some love. Um, follow us on all social media. Follow Ernest Heinskid on Twitch. Please, please, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Come always- join me out for nights of fun and watch me shoot people or destroy teams. It's always a good time. There you go. And as always, thank you so much for taking the taking the time to listen to our podcast. We really, really definitely appreciate it. For our listeners in Japan, thank you. I wish I could say that in Japanese. I will learn how to say it in Japanese for you guys. 
next podcast. I will definitely know how to say that in Japanese for you guys. We both will. Uh, there you go. We will, do, we will do a small segment just for you guys in Japanese. We might butcher it, but I butcher English anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it's my first language. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my first language technically, so hey. <laughs> I said it's my first language. <laughs> Hashtag be like Tank. There you go. Uh, once once again, thank you so much. Follow us on all social media, and I, we will see you in the next time. Maybe Caesar or Mike or Tank will join. You never know. We might bring back Charlie. Ooh. We might bring back Rick. We might bring back Cheekies, Cassie. You you never know what we'll do. <laughs> they are all trapped in a different universe, and we might need to go rescue them. <laughs> We're here on the venture of <laughs> Studios podcast. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. And until next time. Peace.